Hi, this is Justin. I can't get to the phone right now, but if you leave me a message, I'll get back as soon as I can. Thanks. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hola, 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 hola. Como estas? Um, hello, welcome back to the space. Um, once again, as always, happy to have you here. Um, honestly, once again, just got slammed this week. And same thing. I was like, I gotta record an episode. I gotta record an episode. But every single time, it's always like the end of the day when I'm done with like work or whatever I'm doing. Um, and I'm just pooped. And so it is on a Thursday night um, at like 1030. And I want to just chill and go to sleep after another long day. But it's like, man, I just, I got to do it. I got to get back in the rhythm. So try my best. Um, but yeah, hope you're doing well. Whoever's tuning in, happy to have you here as always. And today's processing <laughs> discussion will be um, kind of, going back to the topic of like social life. Um, so what I'm going to talk about is this is probably to be titled, I think like struggles of community giving and receiving. So I had, um, I actually shared about this, um, not too long ago, a couple weeks ago at, um, like a college, not as like a Bible study, but there's a little like Bible study that they run for the college kids uh, at our church that like for this summer, like when they come back um, and we just recently had a retreat a couple weeks ago. And then the following uh, like night or the, the weekly like night that they do, um, they had kind of just like a follow up. And I kind of ended up sharing this there and something I've been thinking about a lot and just had a couple of discussions with people. But yes, this ties into the that struggle of um, socializing and being in community and relationships and in general just post-grad and how maneuvering the social environment is just much more different now than it is before. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode, <laughs> you should definitely check that one out. Um, you can always check out this one and go back to that one, whichever you prefer. But yeah, basically, there's some lessons that I've learned and... I guess it starts with this recap of how I got here. So once again, um, went to Pittsburgh for college, grew up in Philly, went to Pittsburgh in college, and then moved back to Philly for one year. And then I moved down to the DMV area, which is DC, Maryland, Virginia, um, in 20, summer of 2019. So at this point, it's been about two years. And so I came right before pandemic. Honestly, biggest social community that I pursued was probably church. Um, the church community, but that was hard because of my work schedule, both in the hospital and for the military. So I couldn't integrate myself consistently. Um, and then I was having issues at work in terms of for social environments. That was also difficult. I uh, did have my roommate, but we did kind of live like different lives. Um, although he, I definitely do appreciate him um, just helping me out and, and, you know, inviting me out to stuff at that time. But obviously pandemic hit and then I went on my first COVID activation. So once again, I was pulled away from that environment and the people I wanted to socially build a community with um, or, you know, get integrated into a community. And it was just impossible because I was gone for like five months. But during that time, came back, did some um, 
occasional interactions in terms of like coming back and with like a hiking trip with some church people and stuff like that. So just small bits and pieces, but it was hard. And then once again, because I think I heavily relied on the church community, um, I think after the first year, so this is summer of 2020, I really just wanted to leave. I was like, I don't really think that this church, like this community is good for me. Like, I feel like I wasn't really, um, didn't feel integrated, like didn't really feel like I belonged. And so I was like, maybe I should just try and like to leave and go somewhere else. So my thought process at the time was, well, you know, like I feel like that's a very consumeristic mentality on community. And yeah, I was like, I feel like, you know, at least it's from uh, just what, you know, I think is, is taught in the Bible and what we believe in. It's like this idea where, you know, relationally, whether in community or kind of one-to-one, like there is um, a sense of like giving um, and serving. It's not all just about receiving things from people and an organization or a community. So my thought process at the time was like initially I wanted to leave, but I was like, hey, maybe I should just try to serve and be involved in the community and, and try to give and not just keep thinking about, oh, like I want to receive. Um, so opportunity came up for that while serving um, youth and basically did that for a year, which brings me to this summer, um, where a year after that, and at that point, total of two years, but it was a year after I started serving, also just felt like, still felt burnt out. I think burnt out and frustrated where honestly I was like I feel like I am just trying to the only way that I was integrating myself into this community was by trying to prove that had value to the community and I guess there was definitely a sense of just bitterness and frustration where I was like I just feel like why do I why do I have to prove myself or provide some kind of service in order to feel like I belong or in order to be accepted or, you know, kind of brought into the fold? Um, so once again, like still thinking in the consumeristic mentality, but I guess to my, like against myself. And so I think it was hard, um, even though like serving had definitely got me integrated. I think it definitely stirred. Yeah. Once again, like honestly, just some, some bitterness and anger towards, the organization, that community, because I was like, man, I feel like me as an outsider, like I'm trying to bring insiders together or, um, yeah, like I was like, why don't I get reached out to like other people around me that were maybe also outsiders, like things like that, honestly, just in, in hindsight, they're very selfish thoughts. Um, but that's how I felt. I was like, man, I wish I could be reached out to by, you know, in the XYZ manner or, you know, like why... Like, I'm doing all this stuff, but, like, why do I still feel like I'm trying to, like, earn it or, like, try to prove myself, but I'm, like, not really, you know, still not exactly getting what I wanted. So, was pretty frustrated, and then I, once again, was contemplating on leaving, and then I ended up going to New York, which kind of provided some interesting insight I was like man like maybe I just need to leave this area maybe it's just like the culture down here maybe it's just this environment like New York was New York City was very enticing in that sense when I went up um and I was like I just I just seemed to vibe with the people there more um and the environment more and the culture more in New York City so I was like oh like maybe I just need to leave and just go to a different place but then the week after that, ended up we have a, uh, a retreat for our college kids, and it, the whole 
theme was on gospel community, which was really ironic or coincidental um, because it's like I, I went there to serve as um, uh, as like a leader, um, but I feel like I was just learning a lot. Like I feel like I was there more, to, more so to learn than to lead. Um, and it was, it was, that was a big turning point where it made me realize how selfish I was in my bitterness and my frustration where I was like, Oh, like why, you know, why aren't people reaching out to me? Like, why do I still not feel like I'm belonging? Like, why do I have to keep doing all these things to try to earn love or earn acceptance or whatever? When in reality, um, I think I was being, I was being selfish. Not, I think I definitely was, um, but I realized I was kind of doing it to myself as well. So the conversations that I ultimately had with some other people after I shared this was, well, at least, sorry, the big thing from the retreat was like, um, I think the big, the big thing was like how in the Bible it says like, um, I think one of the starting passages was like, oh, like husbands love your wives as like Christ loved the, ch- the church. Um, and the church, like how Christ loved the church, like as his bride. And the guest speaker does a really good job of kind of um, creating this image of like what a, a wedding is like, you know, like on a wedding day and how beautiful the bride is and like a white dress and all this makeup. And she's like, you know, she's looking just amazing. And like the husband, the future husband's like crying. It's like the most beautiful moment, blah, blah, blah. But the contrast of how, you know, in this situation that the Bible speaks is where church being the bride is, is a very like ugly and broken bride, which is supposed to represent us um, as, as people. How, you know, Jesus didn't pursue some perfect, beautiful bride, but he pursued a broken bride, a bride that was, you know, dirty, broken, um, not deserving of love. Um, but he chose to pursue this bride anyways. And, you know, throughout the retreat, it's just this understanding of how, you know, community as we see it, like people are, we're, we're meant to be, we're like designed to be in community, right? But this idea of like gospel-centered community where there's community for a lot of things, whether it's a sports or culture or uh, race or, um, you know, hobbies or wealth, like, you know, socioeconomic status or whatever it might be. Um, and so community will happen naturally, but there's a lot of brokenness in community. And I'm sure you experience this as well, whether it's in your own family, whether it's in school, whether it's in work, um, whether it's online, whether it's in person, whether it's, you know, one-to-one, whether it's a romantic relationship or whether it's platonic relationship or friend group or college or high school or whatever it is, we, community is all around us. Um, but the brokenness in communities also all around us. And maybe it's more apparent in some other communities than others. Um, but I think a lot of people can say that they've experienced and seen some level of brokenness because of, of, of people, right? Because we're flawed people, because we miscommunicate, because we're selfish. And so, you know, this idea of community can happen, but the whole kind of point of the retreat was like, this, like, hey, like, community is broken is imperfect because people are broken and perfect but when we center it um not on like worldly values but when we center community and and source it you know when the source is from is from god once again like the whole idea of like gospel centered community 
and we see how how God loved us as people, how Christ pursued us as people. And normally, um, human relationship is pretty transactional and consumeristic. And by that, I mean, it's like, you know, we will, it's like just by providing services to one another. Right? Like, oh, like, I'll like you or get along with you if you give me X, Y, Z. And sometimes it's in very blatant and bad ways, like, oh, like, maybe it's like attention or whether it's money or whether it's like popularity or whether, I don't know. Um, I think in general, like we function in a very transactional way, whether we believe it or, or, or you know, are aware of it or not. Um, and we realize it's kind of built in our nature. But some, the contrast to that, to transactional and consumeristic um, love is this idea of like, contra- not contractual, like covenantal love. Um, where it's like this idea where there is no, it's just like loving someone and just sticking with it like through thick and thin. Um, in this case, like in the Bible, it's like God made a covenant to Abraham in the Old and the Old Testament to his people and say like, I will, you know, I will love you like no matter what. Even when they failed, even when they messed up and they went against him, like, although of course they were punished and like they suffered and stuff like that, but God's promise to them and his love for them never um, changed. It wasn't contractual, like, oh, like, if you mess up with X, Y, Z, and like, I'm not loving you anymore. But whether through success or through failure, the love stayed the same. And I guess, you know, more realistic or human examples of that, it's like the way that a parent loves a child, right? Um, a child, like a baby, can't really do much. A baby is just taking, 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 and the parent is giving, giving, giving. Um, but you're not giving something or like you're not caring for a baby or feeding the baby because you're expecting something out of it. Like you're doing it just out purely out of like a covenantal love. Like I am committed to you as a child and as, as my child and as my baby. And although <laughs> you're pain in the ass sometimes, or although you don't understand and although you just take, 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 like I'm willing to give you a give, I'm willing to love and to sacrifice and to stick with you. So I guess that's, you know, kind of a more realistic example, but yeah. Um, it's just the idea that like, just like how Christ and how God loved us as a broken people, a people that, you know, went against him and turned against him and um, failed many times and so on and so forth, um, that there was a God that loved us, was steadfast, was persistent and consistent in his love and his His grace and his, his giving of multiple chances and pursuing us even when we didn't pursue him. And so, revolving around more of like a very sacrificial and a very um, committed and and covenantal love and just things like that where a love that is not quite common in this world or once again like we're used to being more transactional and consumeristic just by nature Um, a lot of those things and lessons and sermons that we listen to I just realized like man like I was also being transactional where I was kind of imbuing that upon myself or like I, I put myself into a transactional position. I was like, Oh, like I have to provide this service in order to belong. Um, when in reality, that was not the case at all. And it was a kind of a double edged. I was kind of screwing myself over in the sense where yes, like it is important to give, um, in terms of like serving and loving other people. And it's going to be sacrificial. Like it's not going to be convenient and loving a community and loving the people around you. And you're not always going to get something in return. 
but this idea of sacrificial love where we we stick our neck out but we do it in a way where we are giving up whether it's our time our energy our resources our money our attention whatever it might be um and it's not an easy thing and the the example that we go off of is how god pursuing us and loving us as a people was not an easy endeavor at all it was painful and it was frustrating and (laughs) a very difficult process and so it's this idea once like you know the first thing being like being in community and loving people is not easy it's not meant to be easy and like that sometimes can throw people off because like oh like why is it so hard to be with people or whatever but like that's the baseline and if you can't accept that then you're kind of screwing yourself over from the start um but i think another thing i realized was this idea where like giving and taking in relationship, whether in a, at a, you know, at a bigger community level or a personal, like one-to-one level is important. So it is, it is important and there's, there's nothing wrong with giving and there's nothing wrong with receiving, right? That is, although that seems transactional, like that is what human relation is about. It's about giving and taking. Um, but the only difference is, I guess, whether the issue lies within this idea that like oh like keeping I guess keeping tally or like holding it against someone or expecting that it has to um, be a certain way um I think I guess that's where the issue lies where instead of this natural flow of giving and taking in, in a loving and sacrificial way we tend to want something out of it or because of we're giving or because of we're receiving but it's not the giving and the receiving itself that's the issue but i guess the way i'm trying to explain it's like it's like the posture and the intent um the posture and the intent behind how we give and how we receive and i think once again that my issue was my posture of of giving or my reason my intent for giving was to receive whereas instead of like i was trying to give in order to be accepted instead of just giving because I wanted to give like there's a difference um and I think (laughs) that sounds silly but yeah and then um and yeah I mean even I guess with receiving like sometimes we want to receive things in in a bad way but sometimes like we need to receive things in a good way you know so I guess an example is like oh like I want to receive attention or I want to receive like love because like I think I'm like all this, like X, Y, Z, like I deserve it or whatever. But I think there's another way to look into this, like, oh, like I need to receive um, love because like I am a human being and I I need people to help me because I know I like, I'm, I know I'm like a broken person, like, oh, or like, I know I'm a person that like needs help. Like I know, you know what I mean? So this idea of, I guess, like vulnerability and humility and kind of letting down your pride and understanding that like, you're not meant to do things alone so once again i think i was i was giving for the wrong reasons um giving in order to receive something in terms of reciprocation or acceptance or whatever um but i was also honestly not letting i wasn't receiving which was kind of weird it's like i would give and get mad that people weren't reciprocating or i wasn't being i felt like i wasn't being accepted but at the same time i was also like blocking myself from being able to receive because my own I guess insecurities or my own pride and not wanting to let people see like weakness or see that I was struggling 
And so even in receiving, there is a sense of humility and vulnerability that is required because you can't, like, you have to let people love you too. Or like you have to let people know that you need to be loved or you need to be cared for. You need to be helped. Um, and it's hard because that's like a normal thing. It's normal for us to be in community. It's normal for us to share and to be vulnerable and to ask for help. But I think just innately we are prideful and we don't want to show weakness, whether it's like a societal culture, like a societal norm or just whatever it might be. But a big thing is that you have to, you have to let people see, you have to let people see your weakness and your struggles in order for them to try and help. But obviously a risk of that is rejection or judgment or so on and so forth. And so I was realizing these things where I was like, man, I am giving for the wrong reasons um, with a very, I think, selfish and transactional posture or intent. And I was trying to receive, but I was like foolishly, like not letting people in. So I was like, I realized I was kind of just putting myself in this weird cycle of, yeah, just the self-inflicted um, cycle of pain, of loneliness um, and frustration. So honestly, after realizing that, I was like, man, like I, like me wanting to leave is like not the issue. The issue is really just my, honestly, my heart and the way that I was, my intent and the way that I was trying to execute things. And so I don't, yeah, I mean, I, I hopefully this makes some kind of sense. Once again, this is just me trying to process this and explain it. But, and this has been more of a, like a recent development of understanding. And I'm still trying to, I'm like glad that I kind of learned this. But I'm also trying, still trying to figure out how to execute this and make it practical. Like how can, like now I, I'm, I've identified an issue within myself. Um, but how can I address this issue, you know? But yeah, um, it was hard, but I'm really glad that I experienced those things. And I think just even going to New York and, um, and even the retreat, and then I just realized like, okay, like, it's not just about like running away that this community sucks, but like, there is a level of sacrifice and there is a lot of hard work and frustration in community, no matter where you go. Um, but there is also a lot of beauty in it when we pursue it in the right way, um, but yeah, but it's a struggle. It's really hard. And once again, like this, it's, uh, the struggle is scalable, <laughs> whether it's on a one-to-one -one relationship, romantic or platonic, or whether it's in a group, small group of friends, or whether it's in a team, or whether it's in, you know, like a church or a huge organization, like obviously the bigger it gets, the harder it gets, I would say. But there's also the, you know, this, uh, this importance of, it highlights the importance of, of communication, of humility and honesty. Um, kind of just being real with yourself, also being real with other people. But that's hard because once again, it's a risk and the people around us are not perfect either. You know, we ourselves as human beings, we all as human beings are like, we're not perfect people. Um, we mess up, we make mistakes. We do stupid things. We do dumb things. We hurt people. Um, and that's just the nature of why it's so hard uh, to, to be in relations with others. But that's why this kind of comes back full circle to the importance of it being a gospel centered community, right? But yeah, and I guess on a more like practical note, so I would say, you know, for a long time, it feels like a long time, but, you know, for, for almost two years, I'd say 
yeah, from when I first moved down to maybe like earlier this year, I think I was still like, man, I don't really feel like I belong. Still feel like an outsider, you know, after a year and a half later, granted it was, you know, through COVID, which obviously doesn't help, but I feel like the major turning point happened honestly in the spring when a uh, church friend of mine, I figured out a church friend of mine was played volleyball. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like I played volleyball all throughout high school and I loved it. It was like probably my favorite sports of all the sports I played, but not that I was like amazing at it or anything, but played all throughout high school and then played like intramural a little bit in college, but only for the first half because the second half I got really busy. And then post-grad, I like didn't really get to play, but I figured out there was like a pretty, a decent community for of people that were playing. So maybe like 30 to 40 people. Um, so I got invited into this chat and then I started playing and I, for some reason, I don't know why, but I feel like that was a big turning point. And then from that, I like met other people, volleyball became a normal thing. And then maybe it was like the semblance of like, oh, like I'm doing something that I like and it's, I get to meet people and be with people, interact with people. And it opened up doors in terms of like meeting, you know, through friends of a friend, just meeting new people. Yeah, it was just like, it was a great way to just like do something you like and like that you enjoy and doing with other people and just bringing people together. And through that friend getting to play volleyball, but then also meeting other people, befriending other people. Um, but in conjunction to that, I think I was also um, slowly kind of beginning to, beginning to communicate. And I was at that time also like kind of voicing my frustration about what I was going through and what was going through my head. And I guess, you know, once again, the, the evidence of my foolishness was like, like, oh, like we didn't know like you were going through that, you know? Um, and I know like people after that, like people made the effort to try to like talk to me, reach out to me. And I, I felt a bit sheepish, I guess, cause it was like, well, you know, I guess this idea of like, oh, like, why do I have to say that I'm struggling? Like, why can't you just tell? But that's so dumb. Like, you know what I mean? um, like we're not mind readers. And so once again, the importance of just communicating and being honest about what you're struggling with or how you feel about something instead of making it a game of assumptions. Um, but yeah, and then just being, you know, once again, further opportunities to serve and to work together and being able to work together definitely brings people closer and you get to see, and like, as you work directly with people, you know, you, you struggle together and you grind together, um, but you succeed together and you fail together. And like that also builds connection. Um, but yeah, just... I don't know. It just those two conjunctions of, I guess, me opening up and being able to communicate that and, and them also just communicating to me um, that they cared and, you know, that they yeah, like that they cared about me. Um, and just those two things, I feel like were a big turning point around this past spring and then throughout the summer. I've definitely, I think, finally felt like a semblance of like belonging. We're like, OK, like I've, you know, almost two years later, I finally feel like I have um, a sense of like belonging in this place. Um, but once again, like just through the retreat, I realized, you know, no matter whether I stay or I leave, and despite I've lived a very nomadic life um, in terms of being like jumping around a lot, whether it's moving or with work or with the nature of, you know, being in the army, but also being on the civilian side and just in church. And I've been thrown around a lot. And so I guess that's in that sense, it's been hard too um, in terms of consistency, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just recognizing that, hey, like, at the end of the day, no matter how long I'm at a place, like, I should just 
not always just think about like, oh, like what's next or is it worth doing this, but just to give it my all to just commit to a community and to try to serve and to give and to to meet people and to, to learn about people, to serve and to love people and to let people love and serve me. Um, you know, it's a two-way street and to give and to receive and to just enjoy community. And obviously there's going to be drama at times. There's going to be difficulties and frustrations and miscommunications and arguments, but that's, you know, the importance of, of being gracious to one another. And um, yeah, just trying to just be loving in all that you, in you do, in all that you do. But yeah, um, I feel like I'll probably stop here. These are just, you know, some of the thoughts that I've had once again in terms of like the struggle of community and like in my journey in it and just kind of being honest about like, <laughs> honestly, my foolishness of how I was just trying to deal with community in my life and I was failing pretty miserably. But, you know, just through God's grace, I feel like he was able to show me and teach me like, hey, like this is what it's all about. And like, this is what you're struggling with. Like, this is what you're doing wrong. Um, but like, you know, like here's some insight, here's some like wisdom. And so I don't know. Uh, I know it's probably all over the place, but I hope maybe you got something out of it. And once again, if you'd like to come talk about it, feel free to hit me up. Um, or if you want to hear more about this topic or I don't know, just, yeah, you know, the drill, just hit me up. Feel free to reach out. Um, more than happy to have a guest on or just to, further go into detail about other things if people want but yeah um thanks for listening hope whatever you're doing you finish it well that you have a good rest of the day stay hydrated it is super hot nowadays um in the summer and it's gross out but stay hydrated wear sunscreen <laughs> um and yeah we hope to see you again next time and by we i just mean me but hopefully i am definitely supposed to have some guests on soon so it's coming soon um hang tight but yeah enjoy the rest of your day slash afternoon slash evening and we will see you again next time bye